With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When it comes to dating, Seattle is pretty tough. I'm Carly. I'm 33. I live in the city. And I'm a Pacific Northwest local. And these are my dating stories. I wanted to share these stories because I know I'm not the only one who says, what the fuck was that? Hey guys, we are back for another episode. Um, So just to give you kind of a a time reference, uh, it's actually January 2021, so we're still in COVID pandemic time. So we are on Zoom, um, like we have been kind of in the past and hopefully, I mean, we don't know if this will be the last episode or in the middle who knows, but either way, this is a Zoom recording, so we're trying our best with the audio. Um, and uh, Mark is, you know, obviously he's at his house. Um, this is kind of a crazy thing, I guess, to say, but so I I landed a boyfriend. <laughs> what? Uh, Mark, as you know. Uh, so Colin, I'm at his house right now, and we're recording together. So this is kind of... Uncharted territory. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah I so i feel time. a little awkward about this because people think this is kind of crazy like 50 percent, i feel like said not i feel like i'm seeing like too much 50 percent of the people i i talked to which is really i went to a couple they're like that's so crazy why are you doing that why are you having him on and then i hear the the joke of dateless no more uh which might be the name of the episode and other people are like oh that's awesome like that's ballsy and i think about it like really this whole podcast is ballsy like i'm putting myself out there i don't think it's that crazy and so mark i wanted you to kind of lead this and and you know be more of an of an interview and kind of putting me in that spot because this is being in a relationship is different than i expected and just the whole story how we even got here is kind of crazy um yeah, yeah so we're gonna get my, into that yeah so that's my little intro so so mark i'll i'll let you take it away yeah so what's what's really interesting here is is colin you and i have met one time yeah. right we were at a, a social gathering with a few friends outdoor at a winery yeah. right but for all intents and purposes i don't i don't know you yet so no, this is no. gonna be this is going to be pretty exciting. And I've heard snippets of the story. So this is going to be new for me uh, as well. So I want to jump right in and uh, we get to start with a backstory because I know there is one. I know there's a little bit of history here. Uh, but first of all, uh, how long how long has this relationship been going on? Officially or just since we Officially. first went out? Uh, 
I mean, like four months, we said. Three or four months. months. It's, yeah. still, right. it's still pretty new, but I think the backstory is because we were roommates 10 years ago. Okay. So I want to know more about this, right? Like, where were you guys living? Who was there first? Who got, who got moved in second? Like, what was, what was the dynamic? I want to hear about that. So. Yeah. So I was renting a house in Greenwood uh, that had five rooms in it. It was like a big house. We're all kind of just out of college age approximately. And one of Carly's good friends was one of my roommates originally. And so eventually someone moved out. We were looking for a new roommate. Uh, and somehow Carly, Carly was looking for a room at the time. So she moved in. And um, I mean, probably throughout the years, I probably had 20, 25 roommates in that house. So at the time, <laughs> was it, it you though? That's a lot of people. It, it was a lot. So I mean, over like five years or so. Um, so yeah, at the time, I mean, she was just one of my roommates. <laughs> I mean, our, our friend, uh, you know, she, Angie, Angie I, I don't know if I can say her name, uh, she lived there for probably like three years. So, I mean, I got to know her kind of well. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's how we call them. Like as, as a longtime resident, do I have this right? You had a spot like in the basement, like you kind of had your yeah. own space in the house. Yeah. I had in the basement. I rarely came out of the basement. I had all my music <laughs> gear down there. It's a weirdo. Um, but yeah. And I mean, uh, I actually shared Angie and I, uh, shared a bathroom in the basement. There's two rooms. Um, so yeah, Carly and I joke a lot that about our friend Angie because Carly forgets. I that. forget that he knows her too. I'm like, oh, my friend Angie, we're gonna go. He's like, you mean our friend Angie? Because <laughs> yeah, basically from my perspective, it was after one of my bigger Europe trips that I went on and I'm looking for a spot. Angie told me there's a spot in this house, like three other people who I had no idea who they were. Well, one actually. I knew she went to elementary school and middle school and high school with me. Um, she lived there also. And yeah, I moved in and, you know, I was like, first I lived with guys in the house. There's two guys. So it was him and another guy who's across from me. So that was kind of new and just felt kind of cool to be in this like mixed Seattle house. Um, I think it was my, it might have been my first Seattle house too, possibly. But anyways, yeah, kind of crazy. But yeah, but at least like during, I only lived there for like 10 months though. So it's not like anything really developed between us. Like he even got a girlfriend, like with some other girl there. And like, he'd be playing the drums in the basement. Cause he's, he's a, he's a, a drummer, professional drummer. And, you know, and I'm like, oh, that's, you know, and I feel like there's like slight flirting, but I'm just so awkward. And he, he is well, awkward yeah, we're too. Both awkward sure. We're both awkward. So it's like, there was you no, know, nothing ever happened. Like, maybe be cooking in the kitchen at the same time, but it was very platonic. Yeah. And then I had the opportunity to go my around the world trip with, you know, our friends, Melissa and Carly. And then I moved back out to go save some money. And then I never talked to him until maybe on All Instagram right, you're, a couple you're times. Skipping ahead. You're skipping ahead. Hold Sorry. on here. Cause I, I got questions. Sorry. So 10 months in that house, Colin, I want to know first impression or first memory of Carly. <laughs> First memory of Carly. I mean, one thing that definitely stuck out, or I mean, Carly is notorious for her costumes, for wearing costumes, which came out very early. We had we had a joint birthday party, actually, uh, at that house. And then I also remember her making a snail costume. Oh, yeah. Um, 
so yeah I, I mean that's just kind of remember i mean she i just knew she was friends with angie and uh she was cool i, I liked having girls in the house which is funny to her that she never lived with guys before just because they're so much cleaner i never liked living with guys so no she was a good roommate it was chill. all right so Carly dressed up as a snail. First impression. Awesome. <laughs> Eight hours sewing this fucking yeah, snail it's, yeah, it was a long time. costume. Yeah. How, how about you, Carly? What stands out? Like one of the first things you remember about Colin? I mean, yeah, it's like very few memories. <laughs> like, uh, honestly, like, I think I remember once staying in the doorway when he was playing and I went downstairs and it was this kind of interaction where he's sitting on this drum stool and, and it was like asking some questions and like, He's super smiley and like I just, I remember that, and I feel like we cooked one time in the kitchen, maybe more than that, but like I faintly remember that. But yeah, the joint birthday happened, but I had a couple like it was a very mixed kind of party. So that's like honestly all like I remember during that time. All right, so Carly, you're you're kind of flirty, right? Uh, was there Am any I? initial? I was. Come on. Well, I don't know about back then, but <laughs> no. was there any? any initial attraction was there any like chemistry at all or was this just like two ships passing in the night i think it was more two ships i think yeah. we probably thought each other I mean, were, like cute sure but, like, yeah but there was never any thought behind that because for me i was like a tomboy growing up so i was used to having guy friends so for me i think guys and girls can be friends so if like i'm your roommate literally we're roommates and that's it so my mind does not cross into the other side all right. Yeah. Temporary situation. You were just going to be there for a little while until the next adventure came up. Okay. So now timeline wise, how much, how much time passed until you guys reconnected and how did that happen? Uh, go ahead. I mean, at least nine years. Nine years. Like probably. there was a, yeah, I looked back on my Instagram because we were like basic friends I guess, and, and then Instagram friends, but you know, cause you casually are connected and then, yeah. And then I, I there was some from 2018, there was some, like I posted pictures of plants and he's working at a plant store. So he responded to that, but that wasn't even flirty. And it really wasn't, I re looked back recently and it wasn't until September that I, I modeled for my friend's thrift store and he commented on one of the pictures with a like a heart eyes like emoji, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so that, that weirded you out, but you liked it at the same time, right? I'm sure it was like, "Huh?" Well, no, not. I mean, he knows this. I actually was not interested. No. Like, I was like, "Okay, don't know what to say to that." And I, because again, if somebody's like my like, if you were friends ever, I'm not gonna date you. Like, I just don't know how people cross that path. Like. We're friends. We're always been friends. We will never cross that line. So no, it took. I mean, we started, and he would like, he messaged me a few times, and it wasn't until I really knew, because I would text Angie about it, and she's like, I don't know, and it wasn't until he was like, Oh, I got this new costume. Yeah. Share with the where, what you wore. Oh no. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, I definitely sent as I think the kids say, thirst trapping photo <laughs> with like a shirtless. Well, first you slid into my DMs. Yeah, that's the first term. (laughs) Then, uh, yeah, it was a shirtless, like rainbow themed costume. (laughs) But I knew she liked costumes. So I figured it was kind of 50 50. But he was definitely very shirtless, this like six pack abs. And I like, oh my God. And I said it to Angie. She's like, he's definitely hitting on you. And I'm like, what? what? And 
and he still kind of messaged me and I kind of responded, but I still had to wait a few days because I was just, no way. Like, I mean, I love him now, but it was like, no way. Like, call it's Colin. Like, I can't date Colin. Like, I think I have all these things built up of what things should look like, or I don't even know. But you know, I did all kinds of people, but I think it's just the fact. I, yeah, it was just, it's just hard for me to kind of cross that line, but but yeah, right. you ask me out. So l- let me go back a little bit again, because Carly, because of this podcast, we know your dating history. We know you've yeah. you maybe been on the hunt for a little bit. Colin, <laughs> what were you doing for the last nine years? Like, were you in relationships? Uh, yeah, I had a couple relationships for sure. Like, uh, like a couple spanning at least a couple or few years each. Um, so yeah, but I mean, I'd probably been single for the last mm, three, four years like leading up to meeting Carly. Uh, I thought you dated a girl like, I mean, on and I mean, yes, I definitely dated yeah, someone, that, but that, like, that okay, counts. but yeah, definitely counts. But, um, but I was also very aware of Carly's podcast because we were friends on social media and such. So, which I think a lot of people she dated weren't aware of. <laughs> so that was definitely like a, an element as well. No, one person right. found out. <laughs> All right. I like that. Okay. So uh, we, we kind of got into my next question around who made the first move. And it sounds like that was definitely Colin. Yep. Right. And so from there, like, how does this progress to actually like, especially during COVID, like, how do you guys like get to know each other and like figure out that this could be a thing? There's a lot of DMing on Instagram, a lot of messaging about whatever, or he commented other things I was doing, like, floating in the summer because I, I did I did that a lot during COVID times because you can't do a whole lot and now we can kind of still stay separate you know from people on the lake um so I remember him asking questions about that and I'm like just get your own floaty like go with it yourself <laughs> I'm like, I think he's waiting for me to ask him I'm like yeah you can go like you live here too. you're from here too like I don't know why you're asking me <laughs> like just me being just oblivious in my own way yeah there's definitely a layer of that but I'm pretty oblivious too. So <laughs> it took a minute. So Colin, did you have to keep pushing a little bit? Like how did, like, how, how do we bit. get to a spot where we're like, all right. Yeah. I mean, I was also trying to be conscious of COVID as well. And just wasn't sure as far as like how much she was dating or interacting with people, you know? Um, so I definitely kind of asked that, like if she was interested or willing to go like on a date. But yeah, eventually, somehow she agreed to go out with me. I don't remember. All right, so, first date, what was it? Yeah. Well, hold on. The reason why I went out with him was because I was with a couple friends. You know, we're supposed to be wearing, we, were, we were wearing masks inside. And I was like, this guy, this old roommate, just keeps messaging me and he's interested. But like, I just don't think I am. And it was these girls saying like, well... We're in like mid thirties almost like, why not? Like, it's not like you have a line of people looking to like be your partner, which is a little harsh for the same time. Like, well, that's true. There's not. And they're like, why not give him a chance? Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? And there's literally those couple girls saying that, that I was like, that's a good point. Like I should give him a chance. I'm just assuming, you know, he's a roommate. There's nothing there, but like, why not? And yeah. So we, yeah, we met up at Peddler Brewing in Ballard. Mm-hmm. And 
he like his first question he asked me or one of the first questions was like so are you more nervous now or are you more nervous on like online dates and I was like I think I said both like I think it's the st- almost more nervous meeting up with him than with a random person because when right. you meet up with somebody 10 years later so like I'm I'm not I'm not hearing that sparks are flying on the first date, right? No, I was not interested. <laughs> I thought he was cute. I was kind of, I think I was scared and doubting it all and pushing back and self-sabotaging. So I asked him all the questions that you do not ask. I asked him if he wanted kids. I <laughs> I think I probably asked you if you wanted to be married. Like all the questions you do not uh-huh. ask on a first date, I threw them all out there and he answered them exactly the way that he should. But I still wasn't sure. Yeah, I mean, I felt incredibly comfortable, which is actually great for me, which was kind of interesting. I mean, I wasn't nervous at all, I think, because we had known each other. Uh, so it was just, I mean, we're definitely catching up, but there's definitely an element of like being attracted and being interested in her. So I definitely took that away from the end of the night where I was like, wow, I felt really comfortable. And that was like really fun. Uh, I mean, it was definitely easy like that. Yeah. There was no awkwardness in that aspect, but I think it was me after doing this podcast, all the dates I've been on was, turn off your phone, <laughs> um, was just like building up everything what's supposed to be in your head. And I think I was just like laying all down, like see how what he does. So this was like, no fucks given. Let's see if there's a red flag. I'm going to maybe be able to pull the ripcord on this one and decide it's a quick no. That's kind of where you're at. That's what I was doing. I think I was self-sabotaging. Yeah. All right. I I don't know why, but. (laughs) I got to ask, because we've been here before, right? Colin, did you Mm -hmm. pay for drinks? Did did you pay the bill at at the end of the night? (laughs) No. Oh, no. shit. I don't know how you guys are together if you didn't no, pay the no, bill. No, no, trust me. After a couple of <laughs> dates, I asked that same question. I'm surprised that I made it that far. No, you didn't ask that question. It was no, me no, 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 I didn't ask telling it. him, like, why aren't you trading <laughs> Right. Me? Once it came up, yes, then I was surprised that I had made it that far. Like, <laughs> he offered the first round, but then my awkwardness came out. And I know your wife yells at me. She's like, Carly, don't say anything. But it's so hard to not say anything because I'm like, do I... But then I feel like I'm obligated to then like, well, I got the next round, which I still feel is fine. But there wasn't like, oh no, let me treat you again. And then it's this like, I don't know. It's this, it's this equalness, which is fine. I was just kind of mixed feelings of like some people have been in my head where it's like with online dates, you know, they're like, it should be equal. And I got over that. And I agree with that of like, you're both still getting to know each other on the first date. And it's really the second date's more like that official more asking out and treating but because he purposely asked me out i think i had in my head he should be treating me <laughs> i mean yeah in retrospect that's fair enough but yeah and then yeah and then we like tried to find food and because of covid and the restaurants it was awkward and then we got shitty burritos he didn't even offer to pay for my burrito and i was like Ugh. to be fair we just took our burritos and went our separate ways at that but point it didn't matter to me all right no, all right, no 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 that's fair that's fair <laughs> It was like a $10 burrito. It's not like it's- a shitty $10 burrito too. Come yeah. on. There's really nothing bad. worse it than that. Really yeah. All right. So how long does it take to get to a point where we're like heat heating up a little bit here? Is it like two or three dates or like what, what turns the corner for you, Carly? 
Yeah, I mean, on every day, I asked him literally still all the hard questions. I think I was just waiting for him to turn around and run. Like, I asked him literally everything. Like, what is, because also, like, I was just asking like, lifestyle-wise, oopsies, lifestyle-wise. Like, we have different lifestyles. Like, and I think that's what I was, it was all these concerns I have for who I want in my partner. And I was literally directly asking him, Whereas if you met somebody online, you would not be asking these questions like that soon. You would be just kind of feeling it out where I was literally asking him like, well, what do we do in this situation? Well, what about this? Do you want to travel? Have you ever, do you want to travel? Like, have you ever traveled? And like, well, do you, I go out to happy hours all the time. Like I was asking, I was drilling him. Did it feel like I was drilling you with questions? I feel like I was drilling you. I mean, a little bit, but I wasn't, I wasn't scared, but yeah. That's, and that's the thing. Me. He was like, you can ask me anything and I'm not scared. And I was like, what? Every guy is scared. <laughs> I've been out with. All right. So uh the turning, sorry, get your answer. The question, the turning point was when we got to his house for the fourth date mm-hmm. and he uh, offered to make pizza for us. So we made like homemade pizzas and I don't, it's so hard to really think about it, but I think it was just like, watching him and just how like sweet he was and offering me things and like slight small touches like you could tell he was interested but he was still being cautious and like respectful and we even I even spent the night but he didn't touch me at all the entire night because he was so respectful and I literally was like how about a butt massage and he's barely touching me and it was like Right, that literally, was literally how about a butt massage that was I literally said that's that how you open I like butt massages <laughs> and he barely did it and I was like what is wrong with him but it's because he liked and respected me so much he didn't want to cross the line or treat me like other guys like at least I, that's what I think yeah no definitely I mean I yeah so I think it was just I'm that. definitely kind of oblivious too like you literally <laughs> meant a butt massage but I mean you know like, that it is- took me a second to figure that out so the first kiss hasn't even happened yet. And you're going straight to butt massage. Oh, no, it did. Because no, no. the day before that, I was like, I need to make out. And I think I invited him literally over just to make out, just to see what would happen. And your and your roommate was there. We didn't know that. I don't remember that. You don't remember? You said, yeah, come over. My roommate's out of town. And we come in the door and she's just sitting oh. there at the TV. Oh, yeah, that was awkward. Yeah, but, she I was mean, not yes. happy. We kicked her out. That wasn't a happy moment for all of us. But it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it all yeah so yeah yeah we made it yeah so I don't know yeah so I think it was like the fourth or fifth date so it definitely took some time for it was more, more me he wasn't doing anything wrong I mean besides being oblivious and not being like super direct I think is what I was like needing because he's not the bad boy and I'm so used to those guys and I think that's why I want to have this episode because it's like me going on all these dates I've been on and then just building up these things in my head and assuming that's a normal thing to happen like how these guys be direct but it's like it's the nice guy right they always say the nice guy finishes last mm. but it's because we're used to the assholes and that's I think why that's for me then was to work on to like this is what a good guy is and this yeah so that's all right so where I, what got it so we're here let's let's like have have the DTR like where are we at define the relationship like are we committed monogamous is this locked down at that point or right now right now step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family 
cannolis and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I mean, oh, yeah, it's yeah. locked down. Yeah, most definitely. It's very locked down. Um, <laughs> it's kind of weird to say, crazy to say. It's not that great. I mean, we've had this conversation many times. I'm constantly yeah. saying crazy things about babies and all that shit you're not supposed to say. And I think I still say it to kind of see if he freaks out, but no, he doesn't. Not yet. No, um, not yet. Yeah, but it's, it's just, it's just, yeah. So we are together. It happened in Woodby Island like a month and a half Bainbridge later. Island. Bainbridge Island. I don't even know where we were. On the dock in the dark with some wine from the store. Mm-hmm. And You're drinking from the wine glass that we bought. I am drinking store. from the wine glass that we bought from the store. Because uh, he... That store wine. I mean, wine. it's way cheaper. I just don't want to spend all the money. But yeah, basically it happened because it was his phone rang and I was like, oh, is that your girlfriend? You know, just totally joking and and not even like a underlining, you know, jealousy way, just giving him shit. And he kind of got nervous and weird. He's like, no, blah, 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 laughing. And then a half hour later, my phone rang. It's like, oh, is that your other boyfriend? And I was like, my other boyfriend? You aren't my boyfriend. <laughs> and that's literally where the conversation stemmed from, was then talking about what that means and me being scared, which is crazy because I had a fucking podcast trying to find somebody and when I feel I have somebody I freak out which was not expected and I'm sure that's relatable and that's why I want to record this because this is the most shocking feeling of like how scared I was still kind of am and all these the great things that you want for and you're like it's here and you're like what did I do yeah so tell me more about that I mean you've been looking for a relationship and like now you've got one is this what you expected is this i mean it's a big yeah there's so many elements to that um i think one thing that i don't i don't even know how to answer it i mean it is and it isn't i think from like movies i expected this crazy passion jumping bones 24 7 and then I realized that's not really a thing. Like there's moments of passion, but it's more like, do you like being around this person? And then it's, it's, it's more all those things that people told you, like it just feels natural, like being treated really well. And um, there's a couple other things, but you become like best, you've become friends and become like more like best friends. You start, you know, it's those kind of things that I thought I knew what they're talking about and until it happened with him, I was like, oh, like that is a, that is real. <laughs> those are real things. Um, so it sounds like you guys, you kind of got through the lustful part of this pretty quick and like really settled into a partnership. I mean, really first, like, honestly, we, I mean, TMI, but we, mm. we made it official <laughs> before we slept together which was surprising. Like we'd done other things, but yeah, I think that was unexpected mm-hmm. because everyone other, the bad guys I've dated, it's been more physical because they weren't my people, my person. 
And with him, I mean, yeah, it was the other way around. It was like developing that kind of friendship and bond and then noticing all those little things of like what he does, you know, for me or with me or whatever. So is that what you would equate the difference between like past relationships and this relationship would be like having more of a, a friendship up front or, or slowing down and like being able to get to know someone on a deeper level earlier on instead of just like knocking it out and seeing where it goes? Yeah, because I think I thought you could be super physical right away and it would end up that way. And I think that's a lot more rare, I guess. I don't know, because everyone's different, right? You hear some people are together, like my brother and sister-in-law, they were roommates also. And they started hooking up first. And then they got close, like intimate relationship-wise. So I don't know. It's kind of a harder question. I'm still, I mean, I'm still learning and figuring it all out, but it's definitely new and yeah, I was more scared than I realized. But I think part of it is also thinking like, this is kind of a, I mean, yeah, I've told him this stuff, this is not like news to him. But I think I was thinking like a boyfriend because I'm 34 now, it's like, this is my husband. Like I was thinking in that mind and he's like, no, you can like, there's no legal laws or anything. Like this is just saying we're committed to each other and we're trying this out and we're doing life and having fun together. And if it doesn't work out, we can say we both tried and gave it our all and then you break up. Like, it's not that big of a deal. And in my mind, I've built up this because all my friends like you and everyone else's babies and these marriages, I need to be at your level. So I think that's the harder part of like trying to just take it one day at a time and pace yourself. So just kind of have our own fun. So I think that's, yeah. You just settle into who settling into who you are instead of keeping up with the Joneses. Right. Yeah. And I think that's part that's like, been harder but I've definitely gotten over that that hump like still trying but it's getting there all right Colin so I know you were aware of the podcast right you you shared that early on like what's what's the comfort level like knowing now that like there's still this medium where Carly shares a lot about (laughs) her like public life and especially relationships right like how does that leave you feeling you sound easy going yeah I mean so I had listened to like snippets of her podcast before or just before we had ever talked or anything just because we're friends on social media and like I don't I've never I never done online dating so that was very new to me so listening to that was like it was definitely cool to hear um and after we started dating she she asked me to listen to one episode (laughs) and that was which one was it well, it was, I don't know what the title of it I was. I think it was the guy from the movie theater. Like a who, shepherd's pie? I who think the, it's... At the, it's the Irish place, member, And I was like, oh, he's paying for it. Because remember that one? Like it was yeah. a couple. Of, yeah. And that's where I wanted him to listen to it because he still wasn't like offering to pay for anything. And it felt like I want to be. I, I know it's I'm direct ridiculous. like you like you said you have been you were dropping these like subtle hints like hey buddy here's some cliff notes I need you to figure this out honestly yeah because I don't how do you tell somebody like I want you to treat me and it's like I think it's a chivalry where it's not obvious to you and it was like that was my hint because I didn't know how to tell somebody like I appreciate this and you're not I don't know why it matters so much obviously people get really annoyed at me for caring about it but yeah that's what I told him to do I was like hey yeah you just listen to this podcast and then he did but then he never said anything about it after he listened to it he didn't say like oh I got the hint like nothing 
I mean, I yeah, I think I got it, but I didn't say anything. Yeah, I think I just assimilated and tried to. But act you still on didn't it. do anything. We talked about it afterwards, like because we got Thai food, and I ordered online or you know called in, and I'm getting out of the car because you know you have to go run and pick it up because things take was is takeout or was takeout, and he's like, do you do you want some money? <laughs> and I was like are you treating me? <laughs> and he's like, uh, I can. And I was like, see, and that hesitation. I was remember like, this a like little differently, but yeah, that's, that's what I remember. It was like, you don't want to treat me. And I was like, I can. And I'm just like, and then he's like, well, you already have the money in your hand. <laughs> it was like 40 bucks. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm taking your money. <laughs> and then paid for it. And then in the car, that's when I finally maturely was like, so the reason why I asked you to listen to it because I do care about this and you haven't done this or I don't know what I, what, yeah, what's your, yeah, no, that, I mean, that is after the fact you were like, you brought it up and then we talked about it. Like I'd been in relationships where like women were very specific about me not paying for things. They're like very super about femi- Like I'm a yeah. feminist, but these are like feminist super inequality. Yeah. So like, or even like driving, I still believe, I still believe in equality and yeah, I just, like the southern chivalry right right so like i wasn't like they never wanted me driving their cars there's like a lot of things so it was something that was kind of ingrained in me but i also had no problem doing it i mean once we talked about it i was stoked and now i just he was like i would love to spoil you and i'm like Cool. So yeah. that's, that's the big takeaway. Like, that's what I was going to say. Like, I understand, like the one thing I do know from like keeping up with Carly is that like Colin's checking the boxes, like moving forward, like after this, right? Like after you guys had this conversation, you're like, I've seen the post, like he takes such good care of me, right? He does spoil me. And all it took was being like open, honest, direct about what you wanted instead of listening to my fucking podcast. Right. And all of a <laughs> sudden, it's, Col- it's so awkward. It's so hard to say that still and it was and even like on our second date there's this awkward interaction like we got sushi and I literally chose like a happy hour sushi nothing that's not expensive it was this really awkward interaction with the waiter and Collins and I gave him every look to say oh I got it and he never offered and even to split the bill he didn't even offer that and I was like okay so just paid for my own, which is, I mean, which is okay, but still it just like, it's this stupid fucking thing in my brain. I know it's annoying. I own it. I understand. And it bothered me. And then we went. And so that was in my head. It was like, he's not showing me he's actually interested. Like that's honestly what's going through my brain is I'm not seeing this extra piece from him of like showing me he's interested or is actually want to take me out. And that's was why I didn't, I still, I still saw as a friendship. Cause he wasn't giving that extra nudge. Like Carly's love language is acts of service, which is really just like, pay it's for not, him. I mean, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> I'm it's just giving you shit. We've talked about this before. I love the fact that you own who you are. You know, I've always said, I think, you know, yeah. whether anybody else agrees with you or disagrees with you, you should, you should own that. And if that's what you want in a relationship, you should be forthright about that. And what I hear here is ever since you were, it's been like, yeah, it's been great. that's it. Was that second, yeah, it was literally that Thai food conversation that changed everything and it opened that door. <laughs> so it should have had that longer ago or earlier. 
All right. So this sounds like you guys got a pretty strong connection here. Like what's, what's next? I mean, I realize we're still <laughs> locked down. It's hard to go. It's hard to like really get out and like plan travel, but like, what's, do you guys, you guys have anything on the horizon? Like what's, what's the next big thing you guys got together? Yeah. I mean, just in general, like, I think is another again another reason I want to do this is because I feel like there's other people like me that are that are awesome good looking people that like girls that like that just have never really been in relationships and I've never been in a serious relationship ever and he has so a lot of this has just been more like patience from his side like understanding this is new for me and and it's and it's been harder than I thought to communicate like what I'm thinking and he has, you know, he's like, I'm not a mind reader. So I'm annoyed. I, I literally did not respond to him one day. And I was like, Carly, you need to tell him why you're not responding to him. And it's like taking those bigger steps. And I'm like, this is, I don't even know if you even noticed, but I'm not responding to you because of this. Oh, reason. I noticed. I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I feel like that's maybe helping is like my directness, which he. I, I appreciate it. I mean, yeah, like I said, I've said it many times that I can't read minds. I got a lot of abilities, but mind reading is not one of them. So <laughs> that's why I've always, I mean, like I said, even from the first date when she was asking these questions and stuff, like I just appreciated it. And it was, I didn't have to guess about anything. And yeah, it made it easy for well, me. It takes time to really get to know somebody, right? And and in that time where you're figuring it out, there there has to be a level of like honesty and openness to push past some of this shit. Cause I feel like that's where a lot of people could just bail, right? Like, Oh, you know, she's ghosting me right now. I, I have no idea why she's not responding. I guess I'm going to hop back on, you know, hop back on the apps and start swiping away. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. So, do I, do I, do I stand <laughs> compared to other people? In what that I've, I don't just in general or people that I've dated people you've dated or yeah I guess well you obviously way. stood out that's why I contacted you <laughs> but I, I feel like my directness other people have like told me to not be like that and for me never being in a relationship it's like I had it building in my head that it was a problem it's, and I think other girls guys relate they're like i'm being myself people keep telling me to be myself but there's no one that's coming so it's even though you're trying to believe that it's, it's still and not everyone you know some people are more powerful with their they know who they are which i know who i am but i think if there's still that little bit of doubt and so this is like the first time that it's like oh my directness is he's not scared about it and like knows exactly what i'm thinking yeah, I mean, that's what, I mean, that was one of the first things that attracted me to you because I didn't have to guess and uh, it just made my responses and everything a lot easier and transparent, so. Yeah, there's like no game playing and I think that's what everyone else is. No. It's, there's games constantly and I don't know how to play the game. You know, you say I'm flirty. I don't think I'm flirty. I'm just, I don't know how to turn on. Your wife knows how to turn on being flirty. I have no idea how to turn it on and then I find out later that I was flirting and I'm like, I was like, I have no idea when it's happening, but. All right. So we've talked about apps before, right? And it doesn't sound like you're using them anymore, but uh, do you still got dating apps on your phone or are those all deleted at this point? No, they're all disabled. They're all deleted. Like that would be really shitty if I was the only one I have is uh, 
is only because I'm friends with the owner, uh, which is the Seattle dating app, which we need to record with, but that's only for networking reason, um, which he knows that. So yeah, no, this is like, feels like the real deal and it's like crazy. And, but, and there, the part that I've realized is, is missing is the social part because I'm such a social person and I do so much. I see so many people like all throughout the week. And that's, what's interesting. Like talking to some people dating in COVID is, is people, somebody said they're like, Carly, of course, of all people, you would find a boyfriend in COVID. And I'm like, because I can't find a boyfriend in normal life. I only find one in the time that no one else does. I don't know what that really means, but um, where am I going? I don't even know where I'm going with that. My mind's all over the place. All right. So I like the answer, but it, but it wasn't very fun. So I'll poke a little <laughs> more. What's, what's, what's something Colin doesn't know about you at this point? Oh, I mean, I've definitely told him some things he doesn't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> That's not surprising either. I know. He's like, I didn't want to know that. I'm like, uh, but what does it matter? That was in the past. I've gotten in trouble a few times or like watching movies. Like that's like, these are the things I didn't know. Like I knew couples had this where you watch movies together or shows together and you're supposed to wait. And I definitely didn't wait. And I got in trouble for that. There's like, there's so many rules, which so is you, you skip, you skipped ahead. You watch the finale and then you're like, I don't want to watch that shit. I've seen it. No, I do watch it again, though. I still watch it again because I am an elder millennial and I am on my phone still when I'm watching shows. So I do miss pieces. So I still do do watch that. And he is watching The Bachelor with me, even though he pretends like mm-hmm. he's not interested because I know every guy actually is. Um, yeah, we watch The Bachelorette. Bachelorette. Bachelorette, yes. Sorry. But yeah, as far as future stuff, I know you kind of asked this before, but I mean, yeah. So I went on my first uh, weekend away with a boy. Um, which was what? Where were we? I don't even remember. We went to Squim. We went to Squim, and, Angeles. Port Angeles. Yeah. and that was great. But yeah, yeah everything's kind of just. I mean, he set all this up for me, and like all the audio for this recording, and he cooks me dinner. I literally just drank wine in the kitchen. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> Acts of service. What did I just say? I know, <laughs> but he's also yeah. He meets all my other. I mean, we both are words of affirmation, which he didn't realize. He he didn't even know the love languages. Until I asked him, he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was before about? we even went on a date. I, uh, she had asked me about my love languages and I was sitting in the living room with my roommate and I just said aloud, like, love languages? Because I had never heard of them. And he had heard of them. So he kind of told me about them. And then I did, I just Googled it real quick. <laughs> and then, which I told Carly, I was like, I don't know about this, but I'm mm. literally researching it right now. And uh, yeah, tried to figure them out. Yeah, and then he, yeah, so his is also touch like mine, which I think really makes it easier. And then he realized later that, yeah, words is one of his. And then I think service is more of mine than I, one of mine than I realized, but I also just really hate cooking. So that really helps me. All right, Carly. So million dollar question, right? How does the podcast change at this point? Like, where do we go from here? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we've had a lot of guests, so I think it's just other people's stories and other topics we haven't hit. But yeah, I don't know if this is in the middle or in the la- in the ending. But I mean, I don't know. It's kind of a weird. So middle or end of the season, but this isn't the end of the show, right? There's still opportunity. You feel like to talk to some other singles, bring some, you know, maybe some of our additional friends are, or some people you've yeah, worked with. Yeah, I would like to. Yeah, if I get good enough, if I. Uh, 
become an I'm expert just trying enough. to figure out if I'm fired at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I think if we become an expert enough with recording, then yes, we can keep going. It's just less on my story and less people want to know. But then this is, you know, there's so many relationship podcasts out there. I just feel like the dating in Seattle feel. Um, it's still a struggle, I think, for people, but. Well, I think you're the reason people listen, right? I think it's your stories, your quirkiness, your unfiltered self, right? That really draws people in. I think that's the difference for this. So um, I think if you want to keep doing this, that there's still an opportunity to, to keep going and find a different way to tell the story and ultimately like help people through like tough times of figuring this shit out. Because I'm sure you, you can attest to that more than anybody else that, you know, it, it's not always just an A to Z journey. There's a lot of, you know, back and forth learning and trying again that goes into building a relationship, right? Yeah, I feel like I definitely have more hope than most people that things will work out. And I think that's why I kept going. Um, Cause I don't want to sit in my pity, like, and just, I mean, yes, I think it's great to love to be single and be single and prepare for that. And I think, and now I'm obviously trying to figure out those walls that I built up where I thought I was going to be single for the rest of my life, maybe. And that's like a whole different journey, but yeah, I don't know. There's, there's, yeah, it's still so much to, to explore, but I'm like losing track. I don't know why wine's getting to me, but. <laughs> well, I mean, I've done my digging at this point, right? I mean, yeah, there's so much more we can share, but we won't share too much, but thank you for like interviewing us. I know, like I said, a big point was just like, I think this is relatable to people. I had no idea I had these walls from being single that I built up. I thought I was like, you know, I'm preparing myself for a relationship. I thought I would just jump into, jump into it from the get-go and just be perfect. And that was kind of a mind fuck. Like it was scarier and all these things I didn't even realize I built up were there. And I think finding a partner who like understands that and like kind of works with you and kind of explains like that obviously helps a lot. So I hope this is like relatable to other people. Obviously I'm not a dating coach and I know the answers. It's also just kind of funny to find somebody who's never been on a dating app ever in his life. And I've been on hundreds of dates with dating apps. So yeah, it's, it's funny how it's kind of I mean, who knows what's going to happen in the future, but so far, so good. Well, I couldn't be happier for you, Colin. I'm looking forward to getting to know you. Yeah, most definitely. Thanks for coming on and being open and honest and uh, a good partner to my friend, Carly. Oh, thank you. Okay. Thanks, Mark. Okay. Bye guys. Thanks for listening.